Welcome, interwebs, to episode 11 of Sis and Big Pops Culture. I am Big Pops, a.k.a. Todd Turner, uh, Mosaic Fan Art, and this is my I partner am, in crime. Woo-woo, partner in crime, that's me. I am Sis, a.k.a. Hannah Joe, and we are a father and adult daughter duo, and every week we dive into things geek, nerd, and fandom, each episode with a family-friendly twist. That's right. We are E for everyone. Yes. Um, today we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, what's on we the do. agenda, yeah. Hannah Joe? So today we are talking about um, some geekdom news. Um, I like that geekdom. Geekdom news. Um, Dad has some comics pulled for us. Um, we're going to talk about what we've been binging. Um, we have read a comic book run, Kingdom Come, and we are going to talk about um, a holiday classic, The Hobbit. <laughs> it's not really a holiday classic. <laughs> well, I guess it would be for people of my era, but we'll talk about that when we get there. Yeah. All right, so let's just get right into it. Yeah, so what's news the, for you right well, now, daddy the biggest news um, is Warner Brothers. Oh my goodness! Just yes, came out and said, uh, uh, "BTW, all the movies that we had planned to come out this year, we're just going to drop them all on HBO Max." I think they're dropping them all on Christmas Day. Is that right? I don't know what day. Or did um, I just imagine, like, bunch. wish that into existence? So that's like um, uh, Dune, Suicide Squad. What? Hmm. What? Um, of course, of course, Wonder Woman. Um, oh gosh, what? There's a Sopranos movie. Um, there's another movie that uh, I can't even think of it. But anyway, like everything that they had planned to come out is coming out now. Here's the catch to this. I didn't know if you knew this. Um, so they're going to release them in theaters, whatever theaters are open, and on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. But only for 31 days. Before leaving. Yeah, I'm reading about it now. After 31 days, they leave HBO Max, and then they're going to be in um, theater exclusive until such time that they reverse bat, revert back to HBO Max. <clears throat> okay. So do you, have you seen the list of the movies? I have not seen the list of the movies. I want to know. I thought that they were all coming out on the 25th. I don't, yeah, know I don't know the day where I imagined that, or if I just heard that it was going to be there for um, Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman is being Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is being released on Christmas Day yeah, but on HBO. We already Max. knew that, and they're doing like a, a psych to you Disney Plus, no extra cost. Yes. Did anybody buy Mulan? I know we didn't yeah. buy Mulan. I know people who bought Mulan and said okay. they really enjoyed it, uh, but now Mulan's out. You can Is, watch it now. You can Disney watch it Plus for free, free. Right, I'm pretty darn Ooh, sure I've seen it. I, I might so. have to watch that. Um, the two that I'm stoked about. There are two movies that I'm straight up. Stu- no way. I'm reading the list. Sorry, the two movies that I'm stoked about because I didn't know. I forgot about Suicide Squad, Dad. Suicide Squad is one of my fave films, and I completely spaced and didn't realize that that was gonna be a part of this but the two that i'm excited about are wonder woman which is coming mm-hmm. out christmas day and mm-hmm. in the heights yes i forgot that because that's in by lynn man uh, yeah lynn, lynn manuel miranda say, he yeah. he wrote that musical okay. and that was cool that, like, that was like a hot musical when i was in high school when i was in musical theater okay. 
I'm getting this con- confused with that like spring one that I thought was terrible. Oh, that's that, Spring Awakening. And the Heights is completely different. Okay, good. Yeah, because Spring Awakening is horrible. Even though the I Heights know it's your friend Gabe's favorite Gabe musical. loves – Gabe did really like Spring Awakening when we were in high school. But In the Heights is about right. the Heights in New York City. <laughs> gotcha. Yes, that's the other one. I couldn't remember it. But so, yeah, they're coming out, but they're going to be 31 days only. Did they do the, is there like a list of like when they're coming out? I could not find that. I couldn't okay. find a list at all. Here's an interesting thing. Um, right now, Hannah and I are uh, recording this via Zoom with our video turned off because my internet connection is unstable. But as of tomorrow, we get switched over to fiber optic. Um, yeah, well, you're going to be Guess bougie. what that comes with free. What? HBO Max. HBO Max. Okay. For free. That's why I watch HBO Max is because my lovely boyfriend, if you're listening to this, thank you, William, um, got internet and let me use his HBO Oh, so, so he's got the same deal then. Yeah, you got the same deal. Gotcha. So, yeah, yeah she told me that. Um, and I was like, well, all Man, right. Might as good well. That's fun. Yeah. Those, that's that's the only big thing that I know. I'm really excited. Like, I mean, a lot of it's just like movie news of like stuff when things are going to be released in the new year. Um, WandaVision's coming out mm-hmm. in the new year. Um, yeah. I'm really excited about watching Soul. Soul is going to come out. Is that a Disney Pixar? Or is that just yes. Disney? That's Pixar. Yeah, I mm-hmm. am really excited about that. I, that's coming out on Christmas Day as well, and it's going to be on Disney Plus, and you don't have to pay for it, which is nice. Um, yeah, Those, um, that's the only mainly new big news stuff that I know. Dad, do you have anything else for us? Yeah, we got some sad news. Um, oh, Darth no. Vader passed away. Really? Not okay, which James one? Earl Jones, not James Earl Jones, the voice of Darth Vader, but David Prowse, the original Darth Vader. What um, else is he in, Dad? Oh, I don't think I don't know he was in anything. I just know he was the big that walked around as Darth Vader. I he can only the, think of two movies where something like that happened: V for Vendetta, V for Vendetta, and Darth Vader. What? Where you never see the guy's face? No, where there's a different person who walked around versus whose voice was used. Oh no, I can think of another one. Really, Fantastic Four, the second one. Really, who? Uh, Doug Jones is the um, actor who was uh, the Silver Surfer. Mm. Um, he was also Abe Sapien in the Hellboy movies, and he's um, in Pan's Labyrinth, all the creatures in Pan's Labyrinth. Plus, Ugh. right now, he is um, a big star in Star Trek Discovery. Um, he is cool. Saru. Uh, oh, okay, he's cool. really cool. But, um, yeah, so but in um, Fantastic Four, the second movie, it was voiced by Lawrence Fishburne. So also mm. big from The Matrix. So Lawrence Fishburne was the voice of uh, Silver Surfer. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> okay, cool. Didn't know that. Yeah. That's really yeah. sad. That's a that's I a know. bummer. So there's a big news about um, an animated series coming out. I'm not for sure exactly. I think it's on Amazon, um, but it is based. Invincibles, which was put out by Image Comics. We've briefly talked about Image Comics on here before. Okay, the Invincibles? Um, mm-hmm. The Invincibles. Okay. No, no, it's just called Invincible. 
Invincible. Okay. Invincible. I'm with you. Yeah. Is it like a, so it's a cartoon. Is it a cartoon? Does that mean it's for kids or is this a no. cartoon for grownups? No, grownups. Grownups okay. cartoon. Okay. Invincible is a, um, it's a kid who has superpowers. Um, it was created by uh, Robert Kirkman, the same guy that created The Walking Dead. So hmm. um, right now, Robert Kirkman's got a new comic out called Firepower that I'm reading. It's pretty good. But it, um, I never got into the comic book, never read one issue. So I of am Invincible? not great at explaining what it's about. Okay. But everyone that I've seen says all about they, it. Yeah. And they say it looks like it's going to be true to the comic and cool. be a little bit gritty and a bit, you know, so yeah. That's about okay. it. Oh, yeah. One more thing. Okay. A character named Naomi that was created um, by DC Comics in 2018, 2019. She's an African American. Actually, you find out she's like from another, her parents from another place world altogether. She has like powers. Sim- yeah, she's like has powers similar to Supergirl or Wonder Girl. That's um, cool. Yeah, but um, she was given. In, in the character's name, I think her name is Naomi McDuffie. But anyway, they name her. Her name was given after the guy who created um, Milestone Comics, which is a DC imprint that was all about African American superheroes, Static Shock, um, Icon. Um, anyway, people who are into comic books, Milestone was like a um, an all black character driven comic book um, imprint under DC. That's but, cool. Naomi is getting her own TV show on the CW and will now be interchanging with the Arrowverse and the Really? And, um, yeah. That's so, so fun. Yeah, but the, now her comic books are like going shot through the roof. Like I think somebody was asking like a 150 bucks for the first appearance of Naomi which yesterday which is like going for like maybe 10. <laughs> That's <laughs> so. so cool. Well, it's interesting yeah. about how different um, things that happen with like movies and TV show and media like that can change the worth of a certain type of oh. comic. Yes, the speculators just, just that's what they do. It's speculation. It's like um, you know, like you would make an investment in something. You think it's going to be worth this further down the the line. I have a feeling that in about in so many years, the book won't be worth that much, but. You know, who knows? Right now it is. I could be wrong. Right now it is. I I don't have one. I have no desire. I do have uh, some comics with Naomi in it. Um, She was a member of Young Justice, which was like the younger Teen Titans. And um, I have uh, almost the entire run of that. I'm missing one issue. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Cool. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Um, I think that's it. Oh, okay. One other thing. Last thing of news, Dad. Bring it on. Lay it on us. Do you remember me telling you that Disney got control of aliens? Yes. So I do March, remember that. In March, Marvel will be launching a new Aliens comic book. So there you go. Really? Yeah. That's, I don't know why that was just the last thing I talked about in news. That's, that's really a anticlimactic. No, but that's cool. Yeah. I should have led with that and ended with <laughs> Warner Brothers. <laughs> Well, you started with what you're most excited about. Can you that makes edit, sense can you to edit me. this and like put it in reverse? <laughs> you just told me yesterday that we could listen to Netflix at 1.5 speed. I did. I knew that. So can we like well, reverse engineer I mean, the podcast? I, to I could. The, I could do that. Don't but you do know, that. But you know what, Dad? I'm not going to. Good. I'm, Good I'm not going to do that. 
I could do that. But yeah, that's a that's a new thing. That's a new thing I saw. Maybe that could be a piece of news. Um, Netflix now have you have the option to watch things at 0.5 speed to up to 1.5 speed. So you can do that for podcasts. You can watch podcasts. Um, you can increase the speed, lower the speed. I was listening uh, a year ago to this one podcast, and I was like, their voices sound different, and w- listened to that podcast for about a week before I realized no, that I had not. it on 1.5 speed. <laughs> oh, was it the chipmunks the whole time? <laughs> I was like, I wonder oh if they're God. using a different editing software. I wonder, like, what's going on. Maybe they changed to their mics. Like that. And then we're just, never cool. Yeah. I talk talk at 1.5 speed anyway. Yeah, we talk pretty fast. Okay, cool. Dope. That's it. Yeah. So, So, pool list or what we're binging? What do you want to do? Let's do binging. Okay. Okay. You first. I will go first. So, this time of year, I always, ever since I was in college, watch all of the Harry Potter films. Because oh, that's right. Because when I was in college, I worked in residence life. And where I went to college in residence life, you weren't allowed to leave until everyone had checked out of your building on Saturday at noon. And so you had to just hang around after you had taken all of your tests um, to check people out. And if you weren't checking people out, you just kind of chilled on campus. And so what me and my friends did is we would pick a series of films and we would just watch all of the films that week after we had taken all of our tests. So winter was always Harry Potter, and well, spring you know, was like, always Fast but, and the Furious. But like ABC Family, which is now Freeform, didn't they, don't they show all yeah, the Harry Potter movies at Christmas I, anyway? I think they do, because, but I think that that's dumb. Just because there's a Christmas scene in it doesn't mean that it's okay, a Christmas for movie. For full disclosure... Your your mom and I never allowed you all to watch Harry yes, Potter in the house. I decided to watch them when I went to college. When you were a heathen. Go ahead. When I was a heathen. When I turned 18 and lived in a different state and <laughs> felt like a grown-up, I allowed myself the privilege of watching them. Yeah, we didn't allow them to watch them very young age because they they were just, you know, I mean, you're uh, allowed magic to s- and stuff. Yeah, and. I- at that point, when you're that young, you're you're old enough now to make the decisions on your own. Yeah. And you know what is real and what is not real. So yes. there you go. So I'm I, not going to judge anybody that lets their kids watch that. I have watched the first five. I have three more. I have three There's more to watch. There's eight of them, suckers? There's eight of them, Dad. Holy spicoli. Are you counting like the eight of them movie, too? No, I'm watching the eight main Harry Potter films. Because he goes from, it's it's his seven years of school. So it starts okay, with so, him in element. Starts with him starting out in middle school and goes through his senior year of high school. Okay, I have a question for you. Okay, what would be the um <laughs> the one to watch? Jar Jar Binks of Aww. Harry Potter, or let me take that back. Um, like the. Phantom Menace of Harry Potter. What the would you Phantom call that? Phantom Menace? Just give me a point of reference. Yeah. Like, or Attack of the Clones. Which one of those would you say is the Which most, one of those? Worst? Well, see, there are people who are like all about certain ones that are like, this is the best one. And listen. And so I'm going to make somebody. Who's. Who are like about it. Then don't do it. 
No, no, it's fine. Everyone has their own opinion and everyone's allowed to have their own opinion. I really don't exactly. like the one that I just watched. I just watched Order of the what? Phoenix and it's year five. And the reason that I don't Does like it. Does it have to do a- where they're like at a restaurant and he orders a sandwich with a bird on it? <laughs> no. It's on fire? It's, no. Jean it's Grey shows of- up puts, <laughs> and puts all their comic books in order? I'm sorry. Jean Grey shows order up by the and Phoenix. puts the court comic books in order. Got me good. <laughs> yeah, a good one. Came with that. It wasn't even scripted. It wasn't even. This, Go ahead. This isn't so even scripted. What, what happens in order so of the one, I mean, it's a really good one, and there's a lot of like plot points for the rest of the story that takes place in that book. It's just there's a character in that book, uh, Umbridge, and she is just she's an educator who is not a good educator. And is she who, the mean one? She's the mean one. Like a little shorter lady? She's the shorter lady, and she, like, abuses them and is yes. mean to them and cares more about rules is. than she cares about the kids. And it just pains me. It hurts me every time I watch that movie. So is she just Jar Jar Binks? She's, I don't, I wouldn't say she's Jar Jar Binks, but she's my Jar Jar Binks. Can't stand gotcha. that woman. So that's fun. Well, that's good. Yeah, that and... good memories, too. It is. It's sweet, it's sweet time. And I just binged um, Dash and Lily on Netflix. I don't know what that is. Dash and Lily is for, it's preteen, so it's very much Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, Eleanor and Park. Um, Dash and Lily is a TV rendition of Dash and Lily's Book of Dares that came out in 2010 when I was in high school. So I think I actually read this book, and they just made it into um, a short series on Netflix. There's like eight episodes. Um, Middle schoolers can watch it. Um, It's... Teenagers kind of acting like adults in some spaces, not like them doing anything nefarious, but like there's a couple scenes where some teenagers so are like, drinking. Um, oh, okay. So is this like a, so it's not science fiction, it's uh, no, it's not it's it's animated? Just, no, it's not animated. It takes place in New York. It's these two kids. Gotcha. There's, it's a diverse cast, um, different, lots of different ethnicities um, in the cast, and it's just two teens passing a notebook back and forth. Daring each oh. other to do new experiences, like have oh gosh, cheese on pie. Bit, okay, well, no, that's okay. Yeah, was, like cute was, little things like that. And one gotcha. of them is obsessed with Christmas, and one of them is cynical. And it was just a sweet little Christmas thing to watch. Oh, that sounds fun. It was. Yeah. It was really sweet. I binged it. Cool. <laughs> it did like two days. I watched all of them. Oh my gosh. They're really short. There was like candy. It was like 22, 22 minutes an episode. There was only eight of them. You are like being defensive and you don't have to be. I know, I'm totally I'm a grown, cool with I'm it. a grown person. It's fine. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Because <laughs> once you hear what I've been watching, it's not going to be any better. Okay, what have you been watching, Dad? Lay it on me. Okay, so um, I, <laughs> I got a little bit of work done on my Harley Quinn mosaic. And, yes. Um, put, I, again, I will only watch shows that I've already, because that way... I put the headphones in, I work on the mosaic, and I listen, and there's a scene I like, turn, and I watch. So, do you remember the first PG-13 movie you saw? Oh, Dad, are you kidding me? Of course I remember the first PG-13 movie I saw. It was the Jessica Alba Fantastic Four. That's what I just finished last night. (laughs) You did not. Yes. And I liked the movie. That movie's like it's. I mean, it's not the it's not the worst Fantastic Four movie. No, it's, 
So it's now on Disney Plus. So it I thought not. I'll flip That's through so and see if they add, yeah, and see if they added any more of the um, Fox movies. Um, because as of right then, as of the last time I looked, the only Fantastic Four movie they had on there was the horrible one that just oh, came out. That one was awful. Yeah. So I didn't like um, it. I'm sorry, I didn't yeah. like it. So I put that in there. I watched it and had it on. It was a lot of fun. Um, you I took me watched. to go see that movie. I know. You took that was the first PG thirteen movie I saw. You took me to go see it. We paid a dollar. We went to the dollar theater to watch it. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was Back so then, much anyway. Fun. I mean, and who's so to, who memory. would know that that the human would become? Um, yes, he is like he's, he's hot news, man. He's been in like seventeen thousand superhero movies, comic right. book movies. He's like in a bazillion. He was in. Who else has he been? Besides Other, Captain America. Yeah, besides Captain America and uh, Human Torch. Um, the oh the, Scott Pilgrim the, versus the world. Yeah. But that's not a superhero yeah. movie. I mean, it's, it's a comic, comic book. book. It's a comic book. I guess that counts. Um, Push. I don't know that one. Oh, that's a really good movie. I think it has like, I don't know if a Dakota Fanning's in it or whatever. But oh, yes, yes, he, yes, 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 yes. Where that old guy uh, has to protect the little girl. The old guy is freaking Captain America. Oh well, never mind. That's him. I'm thinking of a different one. Well, no, but he does have to protect the little girl. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, interesting. Um, that was a lot of fun. I also rewatched um, The Abyss. Ooh, have you ever seen that? No, James Cameron though, right? James Cameron, yeah. Um, Fred and um, Ed Harris, the guy who's the you would know him as the bad guy in the last um, uh, oh stupid movie where they had to. First of all, they stole the the uh, Independence the. Declaration of Independence, and then the second national one, National Treasure. Go. Yeah, he's the bad guy in the second National Treasure. Oh, he's also yes. in the movie The Right Stuff, and he's also in the Truman Show. Yeah, um, you could have just said Truman Show. Oh, sorry. It's well, okay. I'm with gr- you. That's a great I'm movie with you too. So that's what I'm doing. I'm got old movies popped in. Oh, and, I love um, that. It's a time for old uh, movies. Are, it is, and it has uh, you know a lot of memories, especially with the um, the Fantastic Four movie, we yes. which we own. We do. Um, and if, if people don't know, Fantastic Four is my favorite. Dad my fave. loves the Fantastic Four. It's his favorite comic book. Loves yeah, it. They actually had a a one shot comic book come out called Road Trip, which was a really good comic book. Road I'm not Trip, talk Road about Trip. But yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, so. perfect segue, Dad. What is a on pool list. your pull list? Okay, I'm going to pause because we haven't explained what a pull list is in in a hot okay. second. So if you've listened, Go. if you've journeyed with us from the beginning, you know what a pull list is. But hey, maybe you just decided I'm going to listen to the newest one first. And you're like, oh, I have no idea what these words mean. A pull list is um, like... Can I do background music while you, while you say you, this? We should have you, like pull list music. Dad. Are you just going to randomly... Well, no, because... Oh, you're going to... You're supposed to be talking about the pull list. This is what would happen if we had real music. Go on. Tell them again. I'm sorry. I'll quit quit humming. I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to have to edit it out if you pull something up on Spotify. But then you just started singing. I'm not going to pull nothing up on Spotify. I know what I'm doing. That made me really happy. I love you, Dad. Good. Okay. I love you too. 
a pool list, pool list. is <laughs> like what dad gets when anytime he goes to the his local comic book store. So your local comic book shop, the owner, has like a list of the comics that you were collecting or what you might be interested in. And so they pull that from their inventory before they place their new comic books on the shelf. So when you go in to your local comic book shop, if you are having a relationship with the proprietor of the establishment, they will be like, hey, this is what I pulled for you this week. And then you can look at what they pulled for you and then meander around and see if there's anything else that you would like. So it is what they save for you. At right. your comic book store. So this is interesting because I have two on my pull list that I'm going to talk about and two that I got as extras. Ooh, lay on us. On my pull list. So one of the things that I have on my pull list every month, I get Daredevil. Um, Daredevil is now up to issue 25. It's been fantastic. Well, earlier in the series, this has been set up from, the whole, from a while ago. Um, Daredevil kills someone, but... He really didn't. We know we've but, you've talked about this before. Yeah. So um, his he evil now twin. goes. Well, his evil twin didn't kill him, but his evil twin didn't do it. Um, but it looks like Daredevil did kill him. He, uh, he didn't really, but anyway, Daredevil believes he did. He's had a lot of discussions about um, with different superheroes about what's right and what's wrong. Well, he turns himself in, and he's gone to court. In this issue. His biggest thing is, is that he can't go to court until he makes sure that Hell's Kitchen is safe from these twins that are super filthy rich. Hell's Kitchen is the spot in New York where he lives. And people who watch the um, Netflix series um, will understand that. But there's these uh, brother and sister that are filthy rich called the Stormwinds. And... um, a lot of the property is up for sale, so he has Tony Stark bid for him. Oh, he pulls. He says, "Tony, will you buy this?" And he's like, "Sure, I'll buy it. I don't care. I got bukus of money." So, and then he said, "Well, good. If you buy that, then I can. I will go to jail. I will plea. He's going to make a plea bargain, um, which means two years in prison for involuntary manslaughter." Oh no. So Tony Stark says, yeah, I'll do it. So he goes to court and then he gets a call and Tony's like, I didn't get it. Somebody outbid me at the last second. I don't know how it happened, blah, blah, blah. And he's so Daredevil's like, well, no, then I'm not going to go. I'm, I'm going to have to stay. I'm going to have to stay out and fight. I can't go into jail because I can't let this town fall, be owned by these people and fall into disarray. He's all about mm-hmm. protecting his city. Yeah, he well, cares about his people. Finds out that Electra. Oh, no. How does she have elect- that money? Electra's filthy rich. Oh, I didn't and know that. And Electra really does care for Daredevil in this currently. So she's the one that bought it. She says, and um, he is getting ready to plea not guilty to the plea bargain. Hmm. And Electra's in the courtroom and she like whispers so that, of course, oh, yeah, nobody else can hear him. But super- he, yes. You know, because I bought the property. You can do what you need to do now. It Aww. is safe with me. And, um, so he pleads guilty wow. to involuntary manslaughter. He's supposed to spend two years in jail. Wow. And um, Electra is now taking on the mantle as Daredevil. And there's an awesome photo of her in a Daredevil outfit, and she appears at the end of this issue 25. So that is a real good one right now. That's cool. Daredevil. Chip Zardatsky is his name. He's been fantastic. Chip, um, Chip Bardatsky? 
Zardat Z Z D Chip Z D A R S K Y Zardasky. Zardasky. Okay. Zardasky. Okay. okay, I'm with there's you. A, I'm with you. There's earlier in the series. There's a fantastic discussion that Daredevil, who's extremely religious, he's Catholic, devout yes. Catholic, talks about the existence of God with Reed Richards. That was so is, cool. You had you showed that to me when I was quarantining with you yeah. all over the summer, yeah. and um, it was really good. So, okay, so. Another one that actually all the next three were not my pull list. Okay, late on us, Dad. We want to know that that because I do have a good relationship with my comic book guy. Yeah, he knows you. He went ahead and put one back for me because he thought I'd want it. That's so and cool. This is called King of Black. It's going to be a mini series, and it deals with Venom. Ooh. Venom, which I don't know if you do you know much about Venom. I know what you would consider the average human being to know about okay, him. Yeah. So, As in, yeah. I watched Spider-Man 3 and know of the Tom Hardy film. There you go. Well, good. Yeah. So Venom is a character that's spun off from a Spider-Man. He's, yeah, he's, um, is he is a villain. Is that what the word is? Yes. He was a villain originally. He would now be considered an, an anti-hero, anti-hero, I guess. Yes. Well, um, there are many different symbiotes. Yes, there's carnage, and mm-hmm. there's Anti-venom and blah, because blah, blah, you and... are doing symbiotes, or you were for your mosaics mm-hmm. because you had a lot of red and white extra in black. Yeah, so there is a, the god of the symbiotes, which his name is Null, and he has come to Earth Uh-oh. to wipe out Earth, basically. And um, why do they always gotta try to wipe out Earth, Dad? Well, he's coming back for he wants Brock. Which is Eddie Brock. But you come to find out that he doesn't want Eddie Brock. He wants wants Eddie Brock's son. Oh, no, that's worse. I know. That's worse. So, and it was an actually well done issue. A lot of times they they have the Avengers in it. They have the Fantastic Four. No, not the Avengers Four. They have the Avengers and they have the X Men and Spider Man. And a lot of times when they have one of these big comic books like this, they just throw the characters in there just, just like. It's like a cameo, like, but like how much they can actually, we fit in? Yeah, they actually had real dialogue that was consistent with their character, and um, it was well done. And at the end of issue one, everybody loses. So great, we love that. I know. Just kidding. Yeah. I actually that's one of my least favorite things. I know, but they have to set it up. <laughs> this is the same guy that Pay writes off. the Thor comic book. Oh, remember that I've been nuts. talking about? Yeah, nuts. same guy. Okay, so gotcha. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay, so you that so new those were Venom. both from Marvel. Okay, which is King have... in Black issue one and okay. Daredevil issue twenty five. Okay, the next one is called Grindel, Kentucky. Grindel, yeah, interesting. Put out by AWA. Okay, which stands for artists. Awa? Artists, I don't know what that stands for. Walking it's, around. No, it does not. It's like an independent. <laughs> I'm going to Google that, it while uh, you keep talking. Okay, so yeah, so it's an independent um, uh, label that uh, comic book creators can publish their own little mini series or books. Oh, that's through. so fun! Artists, so, writers, and artisans. There you go. Yes. Now this one is mature, um, but it is called Grindel, Kentucky, because it takes place in a town called Grindel, Kentucky. Is that a real place? Which is why I bought it. It's a four issue mini series. No, it is not, but. Um, Scott had issues one, two, and three on oh, the perfect. Uh, and I just thought, well, I'm gonna get all I'm gonna get these three before four comes out. 
and it is basically the retelling of the epic story Beowulf. Oh, you you um, like Beowulf? Yeah. So there is a creature living in a cave that is killing and destroying the town, and the uh, the daughter uh, of the patriarch of the town comes back uh, with her biker gang women. Cool. And, um, she's going to go destroy uh, this creature. Oh, I want to um, yeah, read it. Okay, it's very interesting. Um, this whole entire town is built on the fact that, first of all, everyone in the town's in on this. Police the officers. Creature? No, 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 no. This town makes all their money off of selling um, illegal, Crypto stuff. illegal um, Drugs? substances. Oh, no. Oh, but no. it's 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 stuff that you would grow here in Kentucky. Oh yes, if you get yes. what I mean. I'm I'm dad. Everybody is jiving with you. So that's what it is. But anyway, this is a really neat book. This was um this was uh, suggested by um, another uh, a podcast I listened to called the Pull List Podcast. A guy named cool. Chris Poyer who is a um a geek pastor in Georgia. So that's um, so fun. Glad I picked it up. You're enjoying it. That's awesome. I am. So another book I got that just came out um, the week of Thanksgiving. Is this the first ep- first episode? First issue? It is the first issue, yeah. Okay, it so if our called, listeners wanted to grab it, they could. I hope so, because it's fantastic. But now I'm going to tell you, it's not a traditional comic book. First okay, what of does all, that it's mean? Written, well, a traditional comic book will have like, um, you know, pictures, dialogue, little thought bubbles, and whack, and pow, and zoom, and you know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it tells a story, um, eventually telling a story. This is, um, this book is written by John Ridley, who is the screenwriter, Academy Award winning, award winning screenwriter for 12 years a slave. It is written. Um, it is called the other history of the DC universe. So it is basically looking at what happened in the DC universe through the eyes of marginalized characters, marginalized people groups. So the first issue all deals with the guy named Black Lightning, who yes, used to I have a CW him. show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, it is really good. So it's basically a book of prose. It is him thinking and talking about his life and how oh, that's beautiful. You know, there weren't superheroes like him, and you know how how like the Justice League he had to have an alien but couldn't have a black guy in it. Wow. You know when it first came out, and um, and uh, wow. even talked about how. Uh, the first uh, Black Green Lantern was basically just a fill-in, wasn't even a real Green Lantern. And even when he mm-hmm. came to his town or his city, never, never did put his feet on the ground. And it's really good. And so uh, we talked about the one that Marvel did last week with Indigenous. Um, last month, because it was um, Native yeah. American History Month. Right. Um, and it was good. It was many stories. This book is fantastic. There's a difference. The Marvel book was good. This other history of the DC universe is a must read, and I put it in my. I think I put it in my. Um, I made a top my top list of. Yes, I want us single, to do that. Can we talk about that? Not today, can because I I haven't talked to you about this, so I'm oh, bringing absolutely. this up to you for the first time. But I, I think it would be cool to do no, like a year in review type thing. Absolutely, but I will just say that I chose my three top standalone issues and gave an honorable mention. And uh, this was my honorable mention. Yeah, so, because you just started reading it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Great book. And That's so cool. I, um, it was interesting because my comic book shop here in town didn't, no one even asked about it. 
Um, but luckily I was in a different city and they had two. So I bought two just in case I need to give one away. Oh, and FYI, my yes. favorite comic book series of the year was Wonder Woman Death and uh, Dead DC Earth. just put it, de- just put out a hardback. Oh, that's so Time sweet. Are you going to get it or well, ask for it for Christmas? Or I, it doesn't matter. I'll get it one way or You're another. You're going to ask for it for Christmas. No, I'll probably just buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what Perfect. do you want to talk about now? Um, do, do, wanna we wanna, do we want to switch it up and talk about our film, or do we want to keep the vein? And do we want to end? Here's a question. Let's do we want to end the with a mature or end with an E for everyone? Let's, let's end with The Hobbit. Okay, let's I love that plan. So let's go into – so Hannah and I – um, I gave Hannah a four-issue miniseries, and we're only yes. going to talk about this for a little bit, um, called Kingdom Come, yes. which was written by Mark Wade and art by Alex Ross. It came out in... I'm going to... I don't even know. I have it, it pulled out. up. Let's look. It came out in copyright 1996. Oh. And it is a four-issue miniseries set in a dystopian future of DC Comics, where Superman has gone into basically exile... After um, this giant thing happened with this guy who was huge, question mark? There was a guy named Magog who was supposed to be the superhero of the future. And Superman didn't agree with the way he handled stuff. And um, Superman just basically left. Yeah, there was an, is, a nuclear explosion in, and it killed Kansas, which is where Superman's from. Yes, well, on Earth, that happened. Right. Yes. And so he yeah. went away. No, he went away before that. Oh, I misunderstood yes. then. Okay. That's right. So this, it felt very much kind of in the vein of A Christmas Carol, like where oh. Scrooge is visited by all of these different, like, ghosts. Right. Let me set this up. Okay. So there's a, there's a character in the DC Comics called the Spectre, and he's just like that. He's a Spectre. He's a ghost. He goes from one thing to another when things are important or whatever, and he pulls in this everyday man who is named Norman McKay, who is a mm-hmm. preacher. Yeah. And this preacher actually was friends with the original Golden Age Sandman, mm-hmm. which was a superhero. And um, superhero? during this, oh, Sandman yeah, wrong, was wrong, the old wrong, guy. Wrong. I'm in the wrong universe. Never mind. I'm with you. I'm driving with you now, Dad. I'm with you now. So what happens is the specter takes us to all these events, and we're allowed to see them through the eyes of an average human. Mm -hmm. Um, What has happened is this is in the future when the superheroes and supervillains' children, basically, it's what it is. They're grandchildren, basically. Right. Have pretty much just run around doing anything they want to do, like stuff falling on people and... Um, like they're not fighting to fight off evil. They're fighting just to kill each other. To fight each other. Just to yeah. like see and who's strongest. What happens is, is that the people like you and me, the everyday people are like, listen, we got to take these people out. Yeah, we're, we're dying. And, the, and those people are led by Lex Luthor. Yeah. And, and Batman, question mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think Batman's in on it with him. Yeah, but do, Lex Luthor has a ace up his sleeve. Yep. And it ace, is, is that Billy, called an ace in the hole? Is that what it's called? I would say an ace in the hole, yeah. A card up his sleeve, an ace in the hole. He has brainwashed Billy Batson, who he's we all Shazam. know is Shazam. He's brainwashed Shazam. That was, the, yeah. that was, I'm not kidding, that was probably the saddest thing of me reading this comic book, was what they did, that poor kid. Okay, so tell me what you think. 
So again, felt very much a Chris. Is it a Christmas Carol? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it felt yeah, very yeah, much absolutely. a Christmas Carol. It felt very much like this is the ghost of like future and past, like all pushed together. Like you didn't like he didn't go back in time or anything like that. But because, no. and it felt very. Um, I don't know. It felt very end times, e like dystopian. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, the guy that starts out with him reading Revelation. Yeah, the Revelation is a theme theme throughout the entire comic. It starts the beginning and end of every single comic, um, mm-hmm. which was very interesting. It is very much focused on Superman. So Superman is the main like superhero. I would say that the old man. What's his name, Dad? Norman McKay. Norman. I would say that he's the main character, or he's the mm-hmm. the main narrator, so he's the person that we hear the information from. So it's, like what Dad said, it's very interesting to read what he thinks is important, because um, right. he's the person who's telling us the information. And it's told in such a way that you don't know if this is what's currently happening in the world, or if th- he is seeing a potential future in that particular world. But like, it is. This does happen within that world. Yeah. It's just, the like, mm-hmm. in certain moments, I was like, is he, is this actually happening, or does, is he just seeing this? Yeah. You know? And so, there are certain points in the storytelling, which I thought was very interesting, where he, like, gets pulled in to the current time. Like, usually oh, yes, he's like by a the specter. flash. He got pulled in by the flash. And then the he, flash is in between seconds. Yeah. And he he speaks to Superman before Superman does something drastic in the last issue of the four of the core, four comic run and like put some common sense back but Superman in. Superman always has his head in the whole thing. The 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 person I thought would was the, the, Wonder this Woman comic book is she's bonkers. She's bonkers Just in war. this. She is she's bonkers. War, 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 war. Something that you learn later on in the series is she's kicked out of Paradise Island. Of Themyscira, yes. Yeah, because they've told her that, hey, you didn't do a good enough job. You didn't help the humans in the way that you said that you were going to. In fact, they're worse now um, than when you started, and you're not allowed back here. Shoot, can you imagine that? I know. Uh, So what happens is the... um, they Superman tries to reform the Justice League, tries to set law and order, and there are some that just won't do it. So they create a giant prison, prison in Kansas where the dead was uh-huh. and imprison people that don't go along with what they believe in. And um, then uh, Lex Luthor, they basically launch a war. Because they bust the the um, the bad people out, the bad people, escape. quote unquote, bad people. So there's a huge battle that goes on in Kansas, and um, Lex Luthor then sends Shazam there, and uh, while they're all fighting, they get ready to drop nuclear weapons on them mm-hmm. or whatever kind of weapons. Yeah. And at the end, I thought it was interesting. Superman tells uh, Shazam that it's up to him; he gets to decide. He gets to decide if we yeah. get to live or we die because he is, I thought it was he's interesting. Both. He's both. He's, he's both. Human, human and God or and, something. And yes. So you make the decision. And in that point, Shazam has clarity. And, and um, 
destroys the bomb. Destroys the bomb and saves some people, not everyone. Yeah, not all of them, but a big chunk. Well, I mean, how can you um, save everyone when there's a nuclear bomb that's like a couple miles above your head? You can't. And then um, they start about, you know, living in peace with humanity, Mm -hmm. which was a great ending. Um, Yeah. Is it, is the specter sitting in his church service at the very end? Hmm. I don't know. Listen, if people, if people who are fans of comics, if you read this comic book, you can see stuff in each panel. Alex Ross is so detailed oriented. Um, matter of fact, when Norman McKay walks by one of the uh, um, one of the storefronts, I think in the first issue, there is um, a book in the window that it was written by that is referenced from the comic book show. Um, the comic book, uh, um, The Watchmen. One of the characters in The Watchmen. Um, is, is that guy? Is that guy the Spectre? Because it looks like it's him the up very here. Last in, issue. Up here in this panel, with the kind of like the red with the white in his hair. Doesn't that look like him? Right there. Sure does. Oh yeah, Jim Corrigan. I think's his name. I don't know what his name is. That is him. It is. That's him. Absolutely. I thought that was really, yeah. I was like, why are they showing this generic man with the white stripe? Because I didn't, I mean, you don't really get to see the Spectre's face in the final, mm-hmm. like literally it's the last page of the comic. Um, well, so what do you think about it? Did you enjoy I, it? I enjoyed reading it. I, I sat down and read them all. Um, and it took me about an hour to read all of them. Um, because like dad said, it took me about an hour to read all of them. Like dad said, there's a lot in them. Yes. And mm-hmm. it felt like I was going to miss something if I didn't scour every single panel. And Let me tell you what. I have watched, I've read this multiple times. This is one of actually, dad, this is one of your favorites. Yeah, I own two copies of it. Plus, yeah. I got lucky and found an autographed yeah, copy. Yeah, you did, dad. At half price books. Yeah, you did. I, I, don't, so, I don't know. It was really interesting. It, it felt very heavy. To read, it is. like pretty, I got finished with deep. the first one and set it down, and it was like, shoot, dang, there are three more of these. <laughs> it's interesting because like, the the uh, Love <laughs> Thunder comic uh, online comic convention they spent one whole uh, panel just talking about this comic book. It's yeah, it was really interesting. Something that I thought that they like brought attention to that I didn't recognize at first. So I'm glad that someone mentioned it. I can't remember if it was Norman who mentioned it or Wonder Woman um, who mentioned it. But um, in the um, in the so Superman's costume in this yeah it's got a black it's black inside instead, instead of, of blue uh, and I yeah. was yeah is it yellow or blue I think it depends it's yellow it's yeah yeah and I was like oh no like it mm-hmm. felt very much like he. Like that very, yeah. very felt like an outward symbol of things are different and I'm willing to mm-hmm. change and compromise yeah. now. You know, like I'm willing to. I don't I mean, think he, he changed. I don't think I he did I felt like either. his character was the most true to his character as any of them in it. Yeah. I really, I mean, and Batman. Well, Batman was, and Batman. <laughs> he's always got a. <laughs> Batman's always, always like that, man. He's, he's, he's always got something. He's always him. willing to do something. Yeah. Ugh, so funny. But yeah, I mean, well, it was very interesting. I felt like there was a lot of, like, I was reading through it and I was like, I don't know these people very well. 
because I feel like mainly like the movies that I watch and the comics that I've read in the past have been mainly Marvel focused. And so like I felt like there was a lot of maybe like comic book like lore type stuff that I didn't know about. Um, so. Well, and a lot of these characters have never existed before. This is the first time you saw them oh, because they I didn't were the children that. and grandchildren. Yeah. Oh, I knew that. I knew that bit. Yeah. But yeah, it was really cool. Thanks for letting me read them, Dad. I know how much you love those. I know. We'll have that to pick fun. something else coming up. Maybe we'll, I don't know. I have to figure out what we're going to talk about next. Okay. But I'm now, yes. Now let's dive in. Dun, 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 to, dun, 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 dun. Um, the Hobbit. You know, until you started singing that, I could have sang the music I'm from so The sorry. Hobbit. I'm so sorry. Oh, Dad. Um, we're Please going to talk do. about the Hobbit Dang cartoon. It. Ruined it. Yes, that's, that's it. The greatest adventure. <laughs> yes. This <laughs> voice. This is like Gordon Lightfoot, or, or I can't remember. But anyway, so it's we're talking. We're going to talk about the animated Hobbit from 1977 by Rankin Bass. Um, Woo! I wanted to give you a little bit of info on this. Uh, First of all, the animation done by this was by a studio called Topcraft, which would eventually go on to be called Studio Ghibli. Really? Yes. Ponyo, Princess Moni, whatever. That's so Spirited cool. Away, Tales from Earthsea. Yeah, that's who would become. So no. six of the top ten highest grossing anime films would eventually come from the studio that spun from Topcraft. That's so stinking cool. Yeah. I didn't sure know enough. that. So this was my first introduction to Tolkien. I really? never read the books, saw, of course, none of the movies existed, just the books, because the book was written in 1938, and this came out in 1977. Interesting mm-hmm. thing about this, for me, is it's big around this time of year, because what would happen on Thanksgiving is all the See, adults would watch football, Yep. and on another TV, on a different station, they would show the Hobbit cartoon movie. <laughs> I need you to know that I didn't know that this was a thing that happened until this Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like I was sitting at the at the kids table. I mean, we don't we don't really have a kids table anymore. The second adult table. And um Danielle was talking about how like, oh yeah, I remember Uncle Todd sitting down with us in that one person's house watching the Hobbit while all of the grown-ups were upstairs doing whatever. Yeah. That was Mimi and Papa's old house. Was it they Mimi and Papa's Uncle, old house? They would go in, yeah, they would watch TV in Uncle Dan's room. No way. And then the adults would stay downstairs in the basement and watch football, and we'd go in Uncle Dan's room and watch The Hobbit. That's awesome. That's so cool. I didn't know that. That's so so fun. What do you got? What are your notes on The (laughs) Hobbit? What do you want to talk about? Okay. My my first memory is not your first memory. Um, The Hobbit now, like the book itself, is – the you read it to me. We read it together when I was in fifth grade. Um, and it was worth 15 AR points. And so that was my entire AR point goal for the month. What does AR points mean? Um, accelerated reading. So when I was in elementary school, we had accelerated reading and we had a certain, um, certain books were worth certain points and you had to take a test and get a certain number of points to encourage children to read a certain number of books. Gotcha. So we read The Hobbit. So you read, yeah, we read The Hobbit before bed. And um, after we finished it, um, you were like, Hannah, once we finish The Hobbit, we will have Brad Jones come over, which Brad Jones is big. Family friend who's huge into the Lord of the Rings. Huge into Lord of the Rings. Huge, Mm -hmm. huge, huge, huge. Like has a set of like scale armor, has like the ring. Has the swords. 
is so stinking cool. And he's like, mm-hmm. we'll have Brad Jones over and we'll watch this animated film. We'll watch The Hobbit. And I was like, this is awesome. And so <laughs> we, we watched it together. And that's, so that's what I was thinking about. I just, it just makes me so happy. I love the music because that's, yeah, what, so that's what the book is. The book is a so, bunch of singing. I know. And I'm so glad when the new movie came out, which, okay, I'm, I'm here to tell you right now. The the Hobbit trilogy that Peter Jackson Trash. did, is, I'm uh, I'm not a fan. The first movie I liked. The first movie was okay. The them singing in the Bilbo's Mountain. house, yes, and the chip the chip the plates, blunt the knives and blunt the forks. Yeah. That's what Bilbo Baggins hates. Mm-hmm. My first, I mean, them singing that um, in the cartoon. La 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 la. Down to the valley, the the elves. (laughs) So, first of all, what do you think about how the animation stands up today? I think it stands up well. Like, it's still kind of, like, cheesy. I think the thing that's cheesiest to me was just the random man singing every now and then different choruses from the Journey song. But, like, Mm -hmm. I'm here for the 70s, like, nostalgia of the greatest adventure. Was really good. Yeah, it wasn't it bad. Very, it's it's sort of sad. It, it is. It's got I like a gloomy, that. like it was like fall, it's and if that's why that's why Hobbit always feels like fall, which is hilarious because it basically takes place over an entire year. Yeah, it's literally an entire year. It does. Yeah, it, it, it does feel very moody to me. Certain mm-hmm. creatures are. I was not how like I picture them in my head. Like the elves aren't how I like the elves. Which elves? In, the wood elves. The wood elves. Yeah, the wood elves, they, they look they look weird. They don't look anything like Elrond. No. And the wood elves um, and that like were weird. Green they look like evil yeah. creatures. Yeah. I didn't I didn't much care for that. I didn't I didn't like the mm-hmm. way that those elves look. And the goblins I thought were weird looking. But I like the goblins actually better in uh, in this than I did in yeah. the yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. I think I think I think I said goblins, but I meant Gollum. Oh, Gollum is different. Yeah. Gollum looks more like a reptile, a fish, like a like a fish frog kind of person. Yeah, like in like mm-hmm. a like the first amphibian. While they are doing, if you all haven't seen this movie, you should. It is available on HBO Max, or you can just call me and I'll let you borrow my DVD because I have it. <laughs> you do. Um, you brought I it with you it. on Thanksgiving. I did. Yes. Sweet. Um, so while they're doing the. Uh, the riddles in the dark there's like a song in the background it's dark and like one of the riddles they're singing one of the riddles oh no 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 yeah 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 creep yeah it's weird and um, the riddles in the dark are weird i love it um now here's the deal with the hobbit cartoon you do miss some stuff from the book you Mm -hmm. do not get bjorn bjorn's Mm -mm. not in it at all you don't get where he comes back and everything's for sale Mm -mm. um which was funny um, Huh? It was funny to read that as a kid. Yeah, that was the funny thing to read that, that I always just loved as a kid. I just thought it was so stinking silly. Was the fact that he fell asleep in the middle of the battle and we didn't get to know about anything that happened. And so oh, I know. I really liked that in the book, in like not in the in the cartoon. It was like, oh, he got conked on the head, and then it's someone being like, Bilbo's over here. What's happened? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I've been sleeping this entire time. 
But he was knocked out. He was unconscious. He wasn't asleep. <laughs> yes. Oh, but still, I thought that was funny, and I I liked that about this cartoon. Like it wasn't like it didn't feel like the the trilogy, the Hobbit trilogy, felt like a lot of extrapolation, and this felt very much like this is what the book is. Yeah, very, it's condensed version of the book. The spiders were great. Oh, the spiders the were so stinking cool. I'll, I'll you sting. And when he climbs to the top of the tree. And sees and all sees of the butterflies. The, uh-huh. I love that. Oh, that I is, love that too. That's one of my favorite parts um, in the book as well. And I thought that that was well done with him up there with the breeze in his, in his face and everything. Um, the battle, okay, the animation for the battle is pretty weak. I mean, it's yeah. basically just looking at a bunch of dots running all over the place. It's hard to tell. <laughs> and if you watch, you can see the pattern. It, it, but after the end, when um, Bilbo sees Thorin, when Thorin is getting ready to pass away. Oh, so stinking goes, sweet. It is so sweet. Yeah. So sweet. And that one of my favorite lines from the book, too, that, you know, he went away and cried until his eyes were red and his voice was hoarse. And it was a, a long them. time before he could laugh at anything again. Yeah. He just it was loves not, them. Yeah. So I, this is, I don't know what it's rated, but here's the deal. It's G. Is it? It's put on, it's produced by the same people that did Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. And it's a similar animation. It's not claymation, but it's a, sim, it's a similar style. The characters look very similar. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. It is not claymation. I do not see a rating, which means it's probably general audience. audience. Not rated. It just says not rated. Yeah. it's Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty so, sure it's there's not a rating on it. It's probably, I would say TV 14 or TV. I don't think it'd be TV 14. Maybe TV like 10. The only thing is they deal with passing of people. People die mm-hmm. in it. But you don't see it. There's not blood or whatever, but. No. Yeah. And there's a, I mean, um, there's a dragon. There is a, oh, the dragon. The dragon's the dragon? weird, dad. I love the dragon. That's a weird, hairy dragon. I could smell your voice, smell you to hear your voice. But I can't he see. Gurgles. I yes. Can, no, he's like, I can feel your air. That's it. I can feel your air. That was, that. Okay, so the dragon from The Hobbit, that's that's where I go to anytime I hear dragon. Really? You see Absolutely. a furry dragon? Mm-hmm. I think he looks like, I, yeah, I think it's furry. I think he looks furry. I don't know how else to like describe it. Like a cat it. face? Like a cat yeah, little it bit? it was like a cat. Yeah, cat exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like a cat. I get you. Mm-hmm. It's like a cat meets a, meets a dinosaur. There you go. With wings. A catasaur. A dino lion. Dino lion. Dandelion. Dandelion. I don't know. It was very interesting. I really, I don't, yeah. So anyway, it's very nostalgic for me. I watch this. I love it. I keep, um, I have the entire Hobbit on CD and I, I keep it in my car. And in the fall, I just hit it and play it on repeat. 10 CDs. I have to swap them out all the time. They're but so good. I could. It's almost to the point where I have it almost memorized, the book almost memorized. But I'm trying to imagine what his voice sounds like. And who? Who? The, the, the narrator. Oin Gloin. He doesn't he like he has this particular I mean it's kind of Britishy, but he has this particular Well I think the guy who does it, I think the guy's name is the people who were in this movie, the the two main people, Gandalf, the narrator, Bilbo, they were very popular at the time. And I believe they were um yeah. They they weren't just like some nobodies. 
that they got for this movie. That's so um, cool. They got like famous yeah. people to be in it. Yeah, they did. Um, That's so Orson cool. Bean and um, uh, Richard John Houston and Richard Boone. Those three guys were very well known. Interesting. Um, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I'm going to give it five uh, rings of power. Yeah. Five rings of power indeed, as it should. Even though mm-hmm. there should only be one to rule them all. Wait, there are five rings for the dwarves? The no, dwarves five, five. The, five. No, for the dwarves, elves have three. Three for elves. Ten the for men. The dwarves had nine for men. Nine five for men. Five for dwarves. Okay. Uh, dwarves. Okay. But I'm one ring. It. One then ring Then here's the deal. I'm just going to give it one ring of power. One ring to rule them all. But that there means five go. in this situation. This is a five out of five. It is definitely for me anyway. Five out of five. Ten out of ten. Recommend to anyone. Well, listen, I hope all you people listening have had a wonderful Thanksgiving and yes. are looking forward to a good Christmas. Yes, there, and or whatever you celebrate. Perhaps you and your oh, family celebrates Hanukkah or celebrates winter solstice or does or something Kwanzaa else. Kwanzaa or exactly. I hope you have a wonderful whatever that is. I know For us, that it's Christmas and we love it. It is. I know that it's a rough uh, time of the year, but it's still pretty good, honestly. Yeah, it is. I mean, hopefully your folks are healthy. And if not, I pray for a quick recovery. Yeah. Um, I think we are, I, I think we should try to get uh, two more in for the years out. Two more? I'm a dad out I think we can do next week and then we can do one when we're together. Oh, that would be sweet. I would love that. So really maybe sweet. next week we'll do something Christmas themed. Oh, so love if it. you peeps want to get in and then the week after that, we'll look towards our year in the year, the year in review, year in review, year in review. Yes. Thanks go. for letting us take a couple weeks off pals. We just had a busy, busy little holiday and then we needed a little breaky break. And you know what? That's Sometimes right. that's a good thing to do. Absolutely. Well, we love you all and hope you all have the best. And, yes. uh, Oh, Anna, you always say in, thank yeah, you to people or whatever. Role. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our lovely art was created by my sweet, sweet brother, my father's son, um, Nathan Dean Turner. Thanks for making our art, bud. He made Hashtag it out of Microsoft Paint. He's so talented. We are impressed. Yeah, a bunch of yeah. I, I can draw a straight it. line. It's like doing. That's like making a. It's like it's like Buddy the Elf creating the Mona Lisa. Yes, on the Etch a Sketch. Etch a Sketch. There you go. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> It's exactly yeah. what it is. I edit our podcast, um, which basically means I upload it. Um, we I are do absolutely very- nothing. <laughs> Dad picks out the comic books. Dad does a lot. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, sweet friends. We are so glad to be able to do this lovely little journey with you. Um, we yeah. hope that you... Oh, what, Dad? Go. Oh, share it. I'm yes. going to post this on Facebook because it's fun. Everybody can listen to it. I know yes. it's an hour, but... Um, it's a good hour. Uh, you could listen Absolutely. it to one and a half speed, and it wouldn't even be an hour. No, it'd be. F- I don't. Is that thirty minutes? minutes Forty-five minutes? How? How? 40, how would forty minutes? Okay, one and a half minutes. speed. Okay, classic. Sixty times one point five divided by one point five. Dad, do you know why I'm going into psychology? It's so I don't have to do that. <laughs> well, I can't remember. I think it means it would be forty minutes, but that's not who the knows. reason I'm doing psychology. But that's, gotcha. It's a nice perk. It's a perk Understood. of my job. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> And then we would all sound like uh, uh, the chipmunks. <laughs> we 
<laughs> we would. Goodness, I don't even want to know what my laughing sounds. Forty minutes, I was correct. Speed. Oh, okay, Boom, shakalaka. Good, good, good. Um, I, I, I do math good. I do. We do the math well. We good math. All right. <laughs> We're doing it's fine. Um, friends, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Um, we will and hope you have a great week. See yeah. you next time. Talk to you later. Bye, sweet friends.